everybody i'm dave rubin this is the rubin report direct message and today is october 21st we're going to be doing a live q a and of course there is chat happening right now at rubinreport.locals.com which you can do over on the desktop if you're old school or you can download our ios or android app and play along uh the reason i have a sort of half smile on my face is because funny things happen in this studio right before uh, the show starts. I had to ask my cracked producer, Michael, if Rachel Levine has actually had her penis chopped off. I wanted to know the full information before we get to the Q&A. I normally don't look at the questions. I take like a the quickest glance right before we start. I saw the first one was about Rachel Levine, our new four-star general health secretary, trans first female something. And I just wanted to know, like, did she go all the way? I just wanted to know. Uh, anyway, before we get to that, and it seems unknown, thank you for doing the research on that. I don't even wanna know what you had to Google to not figure that out. Uh, but before we get to any of that, uh, you know this Kamala Harris lady? This is this woman who was uh, polling at zero in her own party primary when she was running for president. She dropped out very early after everyone thought she could possibly actually be the presidential candidate for the Democrats. Pulled at zero, nobody liked her. She has this psychotic cackle, very inauthentic woman. You, you may have seen her on something, probably a news channel or something. Anyway, it was her birthday yesterday, and this elderly, confused gentleman, Joe Biden, who's not really sure what he's doing. Uh, well, he, he surprised her uh, in her office. And take a look at this surely not scripted, very human moment. This is my favorite. Thank you, Mr. President. God, these people, they're not humans. I don't know what they are, but they have had their souls sucked out of them. There is nothing human or real about these people. Later, we could have showed you video on this too. You might've seen it already online, but later in the day, they had a surprise party for Kamala. Kamala, whatever her name is, she walks into the room and it's such a surprise that when she walks into the room, she yells surprise. Then she kisses her husband while they're both wearing masks. Also, there's absolutely no reason for Joe Biden to be wearing a mask. There's no reason for her to be wearing masks. It's all theater. The show must go on. Anyway, happy birthday, Kamala. You're, you're doing a hell of a job despite everything crumbling right in front of you. Your, your cackling laugh has, uh, you know, giving us great joy over here. Uh, just a reminder, guys, join our live chat. Play around with people. Get comments directly to me as we're doing this. I've also been informed that we're probably gonna be demonetized today because I said chopping off the penis. You know, and now I just said it again. So now I have sealed my fate. Hello, YouTubers. Uh, all right, here we go, Q&A, all submitted at Ruben Report. .locals.com, uh, Shelly says, I've seen that Rachel Levine has been made a four-star admiral. I'm wondering what she did to earn it. Has she ever been in the military and is this a regular habit of our government? 
As a military brat and wife and mother of military members, I'm really upset that rank is given out with having to earn it. Well, what do you mean she didn't earn it? She used to be a man and now she's a chick, possibly chopped off her nuts. You gotta give her four stars. Do they do five stars? Can we? Can you get a bonus star going? I mean, I have no idea. I don't think she's qualified. They're like, it, it has nothing to do with it. It's the same thing with Buttigieg becoming transportation secretary. They just want these token people. I, I don't even care if she's a good person, a decent person. I don't even care if she's qualified. I suspect she's probably not, right? Because if you have a whole pool of people, there are probably other deserving people. And by the way, our uh, Surgeon General tweeted out, congratulations to the first female uh, four-star general, blah, 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 whatever it is. And it's like, no, you can say transgender. She is transgender. Nobody's doubting that. I, if that's the way that Rachel Levine wants to live, so be it. And I'll even use her pronouns, okay? That's actually all fine with me uh, personally. Um, but when the sur Surgeon General doesn't know the difference between male and female, you think we have a problem? So no, she didn't earn it. It's like, these are, this is what they do. You're gay, you get this. You're trans, you get this. You're black, you get this. In the name of diversity and tolerance, of course. I won't say chopped off penis again. Now I've said it again, three times. Jacob says, is Saki an actual psychopath or is she due for a mental breakdown any day now? No reasonable person could get up there and lie about everything day in and day out. This is a good question because you have to think about these people as human beings, not just like these creatures that live in your television and computer box. Like she is a person who I think she has kids, like she wakes up in the morning. I, I suspect she thinks she's probably doing good. But do, the question is really, does she know she's lying? And then what does that sort of do to the soul? Now, I'm gonna go on a limb here and say that she doesn't fully know she's lying, that the progressive woke groupthink thing, it is so all-encompassing, it's so ubiquitous in society, and it's so insular, and she's so surrounded herself with swamp creatures and politics people and media people that everyone is lying all the time. Like there's this constant sort of lie that everybody's going around, and remember, I talked to you guys about laundering lies, that politicians lie about things, then it gets lied about in the way the mainstream media covers it, and then big tech fuels those lies depending on what they let trend and how they sort of frame the story and all that. Partly, I think they're all sort of doing it without quite knowing it. Like they really, in their heart of hearts, think they're fighting white supremacists, they think they're the good guys, all of that stuff. But at another level, I think she absolutely does know it. She knows that things are not going well right now. When she has to get up there and lie about supply chains, and as we showed yesterday, when she has to get up there and when they say to her, uh, Peter Ducey says to her, you know, we're shipping people, immigrants across America in the middle of the night, and she's like, 4.30 a.m. is not the middle of the night. Like this sort of, you know, like bait and switch with language and whether it's at, whether 4.30 of the at night is at night or early in the morning, as she said, like it's all just nonsense. They lie about everything and you can actually see it in her face. She looks absolutely miserable. And you know, Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot. When you're, when you're telling the truth and you're, you're being honest and you're being what you're supposed to be, you can actually see it in people's faces. You really can see it. But over time, as the lies sort of stick with you and you know you're not doing good, for whatever reason that is, it starts, the face becomes drawn and gaunt and pained and all of those things. Ooh, I'm feeling it right now. Just even thinking I was putting myself in her body for a moment. Ah. Um, 
That was weird. Now we're definitely demonetized again. Jesus. Um, can you say Jesus? I'm not even sure if you could say Jesus anymore. Um, anyway, I, I, so I don't know. It's a little bit of like, I want to give them a little bit of a leash. And then on another hand, it's like, no, if you just go up and lie every day, if you know people are crossing our borders and you pretend that there's no crisis, if you lie about supply chains, if you tell us 3.5 trillion is zero, if you lie about the January 6th insurrection, if, all of the shit, if you just lie about it over and over, I have to at some point impugn your motives, which is not my original intent. So Saki, she knows, she absolutely knows. And what do we do with that? Like, what do we do with that? They, they lie about every single thing, every single thing. Uh, Henry says, what are some new additions to locals that you're gonna implement in the near future? Uh, Henry, I can't say too much, but let's just say something big is happening and I should have an update for you in the next day or two. All right, Henry, there you go. That's all I can say about that right now. Mickelt says, what happened with herd immunity? Does it still matter? No, it doesn't matter, it's a miracle. We were told two weeks to flatten the curve, then we just stopped talking about that, right? Like nobody would ever bring up the curve again, right? Like it's just, we're just done with the curve. And then herd immunity, this idea that enough of us would catch COVID, that it would work through the system, we would have natural antibodies, young people would be okay, a certain amount of people would get sick and live, a certain amount of people would get sick and not live, but that the, the herd, the group of us, the collective us, uh, would actually be okay without having to immunize 98% of people which is what Joe Biden wants right now, which I'm pretty sure that would leave about 5 million unvaccinated people in the United States. And I'm pretty sure that those people would be treated horribly and probably sent to camps and not be allowed to work and everything else. Um, the reason we don't talk about herd immunity anymore is because this is not about a virus anymore. COVID, the COVID panic and hysteria is not about COVID, the virus. Everyone at this point, two years in, has done what they think is right. Everyone has done it. Everyone has done it. That's just the truth. Um, it is now about making, at least for, for the government people and the people pushing all this nonsense, it's about just breaking people. Can we absolutely break people? Can we force people to inject themselves with stuff whether they want to or not? Can we make them do it every few months? Can we lie to them and then make sure that they forget the lies so that we can keep dragging them into the slow descent to hell? Um, can we just confuse what science actually is, right? Like, can we confuse that we used to talk about herd immunity, but we don't even talk about it anymore? It's like, why don't we? Because they obviously want everyone to be immunized. Now, I don't even think that means that they're trying to immunize everybody to kill everybody. Like, I'm not going down that conspiracy hole, uh, but by the way, I think you should be allowed to go down whatever conspiracy hole you want and talk about it without being punished by the place you work or, or YouTube or the government. Um, but partly it's just like they want, to, they want to institute just a system that everyone will be broken. Remember when you're a kid and you're told, uh, stand up for what you believe in. Remember that? Why don't we talk about that anymore? Why does nobody talk about that? Why does no one in the government, old Joe, Kamala, Saki, why don't any of these people ever get up there, Fauci, and say, you know, boy, we, we do want everybody to get vaccinated and, and we wish people would and, but at the same time, we do understand personal choice, or we do understand that you know maybe we've made some mistakes along the way, or we do understand that actually keeping kids in masks doesn't really make sense. And we do understand that there's an awful lot of videos of us uh, you know, basically going against our edicts as we demand that you do it, that we've kind of screwed up some of this stuff. 
but there's never any self-reflection. This is what the left has done so well these last couple of years as they've ruined so much of what's great about America. They never look back. They never look back. That's why I have to say you kind of have to admire it. It doesn't mean, I, I don't want to be that way. I like self-reflection. I think we have to be much better than them, but it's harder to be better. Than, it, it's not harder to be better than them. It's harder as a person to be a better person, right? Like that's the challenge in life, to be a better person. These people never stop. They never go, boy, you know, maybe, maybe calling everyone racist was a bad idea. I was even thinking about it on the, on the race front. It's like, is, after all of this social justice stuff, is America more or less racist right now? Let's say in the last five years. I would say America probably is more racist because we weren't racist five years ago. We really weren't. And now they've hyper-racialized everything. So the lefties are all racists. They're just new school racists. And I suspect they're breeding some racists on the right. Otherwise, you know, people who otherwise would not have been racist, people who didn't look at everything through a racial lens, but you know, who maybe are just white and regular people who just wanna go about their lives, who are sick of being called the worst things in the world, so they start kind of becoming racist. Does that seem possible? I, I suspect so. So it is our work to be better than these people. And, and actually the silver lining is they're not that good, so it ain't that hard. Lori, not Lightfoot, says, we know there are theories that the Obama third, uh, the Obama third term being one, but who do you suspect is actually behind this truly evil agenda that's seeking to tear America apart from within? It seems to me this is the Obama third term, that they could only get a certain amount of it done, that Obama and, and just his crew, remember, there's that video. We need to show it again. Let's, let's show it again, uh, maybe tomorrow or certainly next week. The o Obama interview where he says, you know, boy, the best thing for me would be to have my two terms as president and then basically uh, be able to do everything from behind the scenes. I'm slightly paraphrasing him, but that's pretty much what he said. He's getting that right now. I think all of the worst progressive leftist Marxist ideas are being pushed through. And again, this is where I would give a very strong you guys were seriously wrong to my good, decent liberal friends. And even the last few somewhat sane liberals, whoever they are, this I'm talking about the, the you know, Bill Maher, uh, Barry Weiss, Sam Harris crew, it's like, you guys have to admit that you voted all this in and you supported all of this stuff. I know, I know you don't want to admit it. This would go for Steven Pinker, Jonathan Haidt, Nick Christakis, a lot of people who I've had on the show, this is not an attack on them personally. But if you were a Democrat who said, oh, Trump, I don't like Trump, Biden will be the thing that will stop the left, it was so obvious that it wasn't gonna happen and you, you have to acknowledge that. You have to sit there with that and go, boy, things are way worse. You know what I mean? It's like there would not be shortages right now if Donald Trump was president. There wouldn't be. I'm pretty sure jo Donald Trump could have got the supply chain going. I'm pretty sure we would be out of a lot of the COVID madness because the COVID madness is being fabricated by this government that wants to control you. And you may not have liked Donald Trump, but he never wanted this kind of control over your life, which by the way, is why Donald Trump kept kicking it all back to the states. And if I'm not mistaken, they've just released some new state uh, COVID update stuff, and Florida's at the lowest levels right now in the entire country. Um, so, so who is it really? Like it's, it's Obama. I, I think it's partly that China has infected a lot of the swamp creatures. Like China's gotta be loving this right now. Like if you were an, uh, an enemy of America, or let's say you wanted to be the great superpower, Russia, China, I think more likely China. It's like, wouldn't you be thrilled watching America? 
like just slowly commit Harry Carry. We're just slowly pushing the knife into our own uh, stomach, you know, and they're just watching us do it and we're fighting about gender pronouns while the castle is burning down. So I don't know, is it Obama, is it China, is it some mix of all that? Is it is it a group of sort of technocrats, you know, just like the big tech oligarchs who just love all the power they have over all of us? It's some version of all of that. Uh, Sally says, what media outlets, if any, should we trust? You know, this is very difficult. This is where I, I always say, it's like you gotta try to find people who you basically trust, right? So if you watch this show, you basically trust me. It doesn't mean I'm gonna get everything right. Occasionally I make mistakes. You know, the other day it was brought to my attention that because I don't do any of this on a script, that's the thing, I'm just, I'm just talking to you guys for a half hour, right? I have, a, I have a note like, oh, this is the next story, that sort of thing. But occasionally I, I make a mistake. I uh, actually confused, I think I said that George Washington um, stepped down after the Civil War. Obviously I meant the Revolutionary War. Um, I uh, actually commented in the YouTube comment section on it after because I realized I made a mistake. But like the point is that we all make mistakes, like little directional mistakes or we make you know a chronological error, that sort of thing. Um, but like I think you guys that watch me have a basic sense that I'm trying to bring some level of sanity and honesty to some of this, right? Um, it's You gotta figure out who who is doing that for you. Look, a couple things that I think are pretty decent right now, I think The Blaze is doing some really nice work. Obviously, it's somewhat right-leaning, right? Glenn Beck, my good friend, obviously is somewhat right-leaning. Uh, but they, I think, do pretty good, honest work. The Daily Wire, I think, does pretty good, honest work. I think the New York Post does pretty good honest work. The, the Epic Times even has been doing some nice stuff. So like there are some organizations, but I would say just kind of follow a couple people. And then it's not that they're gonna predict everything right, right? Like I honestly thought that Donald Trump was gonna win the election this year. Now, I don't want to say that there was any sort of hijinks or anything because we've already been demonetized eight times today. Um, but like, all right, so I got that wrong. But I think the issues that I talk about on a day-to-day -day basis are the right issues. I think they're the, the principles that I talk about are the right principles for you to live a free life, for me to live a free life. Um, and, and by the way, honest bias is okay. I'm not pretending that I'm a journalist. So that's the fundamental difference. When you turn on CNN, Don Lemon, he says it often, says that he's a journalist. Now, Don Lemon's not a journalist. He's not out on the field anywhere. He puts on a suit, he sits in a studio, and he pretends to not be a Democrat operative. And by the way, this is the same thing for Chris Cuomo. I would say a slightly lesser extent to Anderson Cooper. Not that anyone's watching these shows anymore, but the point is they're pretending to be unbiased journalist. I'm telling you I have a bias. My bias is towards freedom. My bias is towards limited government. My bias is towards you, right? Like you can figure it out. You don't need these fucking idiots in Washington. Now we're definitely, if I make it through the show today, it'll be a miracle. Um, I think you know how to live your life. That's the point. Uh, Joe says yesterday, a top NIH official, Lawrence Tabak, admitted in a letter to James Comer, who's a Republican from Kentucky, that the NIH did in fact fund gain of function research in Wuhan. This contradicts congressional testimony of one Dr. Fascinating, <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Any thoughts? Yes, so this is super interesting. So you may remember we played clips of it here and I've interviewed Rand Paul about it, that when there was a congressional hearing a couple months back, uh, Rand Paul, who is a doctor himself, by the way, asked 
Well, he basically told Fauci, he said, we know that the NIH, which you're in charge of, has been funding this gain of function research at a lab in Wuhan. In this, in essence, coming up with new viruses. That's what gain of function is, okay? And there's reasons to do it. Um, at least scientifically, there's reasons to do it. You would prefer it not leak out of a lab. Okay, Fauci attacked Rand Paul, just like completely indignant. Well, now it is coming out that it actually is true. Now, Fauci also said that under oath. Now, will Fauci get into any trouble? No, because the swamp protects itself. That's what the swamp does. You may remember uh, James Clapper. He was the head of the CIA years ago when they asked him, does the NSA spy on American citizens. And there's that beautiful moment where he scratches the very top of his head and he says, not wittingly. And uh, you may remember the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry is telling Elaine about when you're lying and when you make a small lie, you touch here and a medium lie, you touch your face here and a big lie, you scratch the top of your head. So he lied under oath. Nothing happened to him. He's actually, you're not gonna believe this guy's James Comey is a CNN contributor now. So there you go, you fell up with these people. Uh, so I suspect the same thing will happen with Fauci. It does not matter if Fauci lies under oath. It doesn't matter if these people get everything wrong. It doesn't matter how many people die under their watch. They have created the perfect system. And again, this is why you have to admire it. If, they, if it's going well with COVID, they, they and their media cohorts believe it's because of all of their restrictions. It's, if when things get better, it's because of the lockdowns. It's because of the masks. It's because of the vaccines. When things gets, get worse, Ah, it's because of those unvaccinated racist white supremacists. It's because of Trump and the January 6th insurrection. When people are out there protesting justice without masks, that's good because now we'll get herd immunity. They were literally saying that in the old days when we used to talk about herd immunity. You look back to about eight, nine months ago before uh, Biden was president. When they were protesting social justice and Trump was president, oh, we'll get herd immunity. People, young people will be out there. They'll get antibodies, it'll be great. Then when Trump has a rally, these are super spreader events, everyone's gonna die. You gotta admire the evil. Fred says about the future of mandates, given more data about the lack of efficacy and leakiness of the vaccines, what do you think? Will they be able to keep this up as more and more information comes in from around the world? So basically what you're asking is, is sort of from a compilation video we played a couple days ago where at the beginning we were told the vaccines were 100% effective, then it started slowly working its way through the media, then it was 91, then it was 84, then it was 69, now we're demonetized again, then it was 43, and now it's like, okay, now you have to get a booster shot. Just in the last day or so, they're now saying they're looking into, I think the CDC is looking into whether you can mix booster shots, meaning if you got the Pfizer first two shots, if you were to get a Moderna or Johnson & Johnson booster, could you mix those? And it's like, well, I, I don't know the science behind that. I'm not gonna pretend that I do, but if you didn't want people to know if they were having weird reactions to things. Wouldn't you want them to be mixing things? Wouldn't that be sort of how it works? That might be. All right, guys, last questions because I'm doing Jesse Kelly's show in just a minute, so we got to wrap on time today. James says, I'm getting married in a week. Any advice from your personal experience? Wow, I like the personal ones. Let's do more personal ones. You're getting married in a week. Well, first off, congratulations, and uh, your to-be wife has picked a fine man because you're part of the Ruben Report community. Um, you know what? It's a Frank Sinatra song. Just get a kick out of the person you're with. I get no kick from champagne, but I get a kick out of you, right? Like that's the point. Like when you're with the person you love 
like, and you're building a good life together, like make sure to get a kick out of them. Like the fact that I could still make David laugh 11 years later, the fact that he can make me laugh, we could still surprise each other sometimes. You know, we like to surprise each other with, with dinners or whatever it might be like, just get a kick out of that person. Randomly throw on some disco music, dance around the house, do it. Even if you don't like to dance, just, yeah, just that's it. That uh, That's the way I see it. Like if you just, just want to be on that adventure with that person and then life can be a great adventure together and you just never know what'll happen next. There you go. Uh, in closing guys, join us at rubenreport.locals.com. There is some major stuff I'm going to announce and I'm going to announce it on Locals first. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Trust me, I want to tell you. I just need like a day or so. Uh, and tomorrow we're doing an all female, an all penisless guest panel. <laughs> the channel has been blown up. Uh, Deborah So, Alicia Krause, Jebediah Baila, former co-host of The View. And we're gonna talk about kids and, and psychological trauma throughout this and, and how the just pushing vaccines on everybody and parents that are trying to push kids to be trans and just like all the crazy stuff. We're gonna do all that tomorrow. Anyway, I got a crazy day today, so I gotta get going. Hope you enjoy the show and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.